Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Let's get it started in here. And the bass keeps running, running, and running. Five seconds left in the game. You believe in Context, there's no disrespect, so when I bust my rhyme, you break your necks. We got five minutes for us to disconnect. All of it is on the field. We're going to get the We're going to get Comes into Jordan. Here's Michael at the foul line. A shot on Elo. Good. Let's get it started. Let's get it started. Let's get it started. Let's get it started. What's up? What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the opening line. We're your hosts, Wits and Rise. Still full. We took Thanksgiving off. Hit or miss between your two co-hosts here. If we decide to do a show, we definitely watched the final game that night. We had the Buffalo Bills, which was nice. It was a tough day to start for sure on Thanksgiving. Wits, how are you feeling? I know I'm full and fat, but we still got some more holidays to get to. Yeah, I'm full and fat as well. Uh, didn't get any pie at the Thanksgiving dinner, but thankfully one of our friends brought over a nice apple pie, which we all uh, three of us took down in about an hour. So I did get my pie on Thanksgiving Eve, which was nice. There's still a pie in the Rosenzweig fridge if you want to head over there. I know you're still you're close by, six-minute drive. Um, yeah, if I ever get an invite. I'll be happy to stop by. Many invites have been sent your way. You're just being a stingy prick. Anyways, we had just like we're back from the holidays, so is Bet Online. They didn't even take off. You could have been betting your asses off all Thanksgiving long, but they're back and better than ever. A new web interface for the rest of the NBA season, more props, odds, and lines than ever before. Bet Online remains your number one spot for all the basketball and football action this season. Football dwindling down, so get your bets in fast. Head to the new updated desktop or mobile website to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use our promo code BELIEVE50, that is B-L-E-A-V-50, to receive your bonus. From basketball, football, NHL, boxing, and UFC, right to your favorite Vegas casino games, where Wits and I will be this weekend in the nasty Sin City itself, Vegas. Don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers and avail- that are available for the 2021 season. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet all your favorite sports. Bet online where the game starts and wits i mentioned it so it's the gift giving season and we will explain our seven dollar parlay after this but we got another ad wits for the gifts go get yourself one of these for christmas everybody it is lightbox say goodbye to dole gifts lightbox lab grown diamonds are the brightest gift of the year using cutting edge technology and innovative techniques They've cracked the science of sparkle, creating the highest quality lab-grown diamonds you can find at a light price of $800 per carat. Pretty nice. They have the same chemical makeup of natural diamonds, but they're just but they're just grown in a lab. Because of this process, they can create stone and blush pink and beautiful blue, as well as classic white. Lightbox lab-grown diamonds are the gift they'll never want to take off. Price it so that they won't have to. They really do make any outfit sparkle. Visit lightboxjewelry.com to add sparkle to your holiday shopping. That's lightboxjewelry.com. Lightbox diamonds, never a dull moment. I don't know anything about diamonds, Witch, but apparently we're selling diamonds on this show. 
I don't make enough to buy one. We don't have anyone to buy one for, but go over to Lightbox. They apparently got nice homegrown. This sounds like a weed company, but they just cook diamonds up instead. You know what? I appreciate the other sponsor list. Seven dollars this past month. People listen to the show. Don't believe the fuck. In fact, that we get paid. We do just a little bit, and it goes right to a parlay that could cash in for over a thousand dollars tonight. We got an eighteen parlay. I'm gonna try to get this episode out fast. Feel free to hop on and join. Before we get to that, your new nickname. You're the Howard Ratner of the opening line from Uncut Gems. You're the Jewish. I am gems dealer, dude. I didn't know. I I have like a three carat diamond necklace. I did not pay $800 per carat on that thing. I definitely didn't pay $2,400 for my necklace. I don't know. I, it's news. I don't know anything about the diamond game, but it's sweet. If you got a sweetheart, this is for you. If you listen to the show and have a girlfriend or wife, Jared, maybe you tune back into the show, go get yourself something at Lightbox. Um, wild. Okay. But we have a big parlay with, and uh, we're headed to Vegas this week. So we want, we want to hit before we get there. And this is a betting show. So I'm going to rattle off real quick. We got an 18 parlay. We got Auburn minus 10 and a half tonight. Michigan minus two and a half against UNC. UNC, I think, sucks. We fucked up. We floundered. We pulled the Roz flounder. This is on me. Never distinguishing the under or over correctly. We're accidentally on the under for the UCLA-Colorado game tonight. Wanted to be on the over, but fuck it, fade me. You fade one of your own picks, you're destined for glory. So we got an under in that one. We've then got the Wichita State plus six and a half. Had to get a plus in there. You know, just the, the metrics of things. Nuggets minus seven and a half. Heat minus three. Bucks and Hornets under 230 and a half. Way too many points in this new NBA era. There's no way that's going over. We are That is a correct under pick. And then Clippers minus five and a half. All to make over four figures and go to Vegas. Happy couple. Right? That's what we're looking to do. Fly in there. Have a good time. Yeah, man, absolutely. A uh, little we'll parlay, try to get things going a little bit here. Um, Arise as we normally do. Uh, we have finally come to basically the end of the college football season and not without a lack of drama. Uh, didn't get a show in last week, so missed my one good play of the year, which was Michigan. Uh, but great game last week. But before we get into the games, Roz, and the conference championships this week, a lot of big coaching news out there. Two guys I'm thinking about, Brian Kelly and Lincoln Riley, both leaving Oklahoma and Notre Dame, respectively, a couple days apart from each other. So I wanted to get your thoughts on, on how it all went down because it happened pretty quickly and pretty swiftly. Um, so, yeah, I wanted to hear what you thought about how everything came about. Yeah, no, um, a lot going on. And uh, it just it's so funny because you have both of these guys and they're almost like on two completely different spectrum. One is very, very respected. One is very loved. One had a lot of opportunities coming their way and weren't surprised. The other, giant douchebag. Not even close. Nobody wants to be in the same room as him. It's like if somebody cuts one of the nastiest farts, you got to exit the room. That's what happens when he enters. Um, and I'm talking about Brian Kelly there. Lincoln Riley, awesome opportunity. I think his Oklahoma stint, um, it's a first stint, right? He's not like a Brian Kelly who came from Cincinnati, turning that program around, or came from like Houston or wherever the fuck he was before that, Eastern Carolina. Um, this was like Lincoln Riley's first head coach gig, big program, big shoes to fill under uh, Stoops. Now he gets a real chance. Now this is this is his baby. This is a very scary place to come to. Which I said this over text. No one has been able to turn around Texas or USC 
And I think college football is better if those two teams are competing at a high level. Not so concerned about Texas right now. They're going to be with their guy for a minute. But Lincoln Riley has the chance to bring back relevancy since the Reggie Bush days to USC. He's already got the number three recruit of the 2023 class, the number two quarterback behind Arch Manning in that class, coming with them to USC. I like the chances. I think this is the best hire USC has had in almost a decade. I think most people would agree with me. And then the LSU one, it doesn't matter to me. Go to a conference, you're just going to lose more than one game. And the difference there, Brian Kelly at least could play a schedule in Notre Dame where he has a chance to make the college football playoffs. He's going to have no shot, in my opinion, once entering the SEC. He can sit on his own spike. He's definitely put some other people there before. So I'm out on Brian Kelly. And the way he left his team, unlike a gracious Lincoln Riley, the way he left his team was preposterous, ugly, and he should be fine for it. <laughs> well, I think he'll be able to pay that new fine with the you know, $100 million contract. Um, but I agree with you, Roz. This was uh, interesting that a guy would leave a team with, maybe not a great shot, but still a chance to win a national championship, right? I mean, Notre Dame, um, I think a few things definitely have to happen on Friday and Saturday for them to get in the college football playoff, but they still do have an outside shot, right? If Michigan were to lose, um, <clears throat> Cincinnati were to lose, Alabama were to lose, which is, I would say, you know, all possibilities, right? It, it's amazing that a guy would leave, um, basically in the middle of the night, right? He pulled a Bobby Petrino, what he did with the Falcons about 15 years ago. I mean, I played on Sunday. He was gone by Monday. And yeah, Roz, it's, uh, it's interesting how it all went down. And you know, I listened to the speech that he gave the team um, on Wednesday morning, not, not very inspiring. There were no, there were no, no applause, no claps at the end. Um, and that's kind of what I would expect, right? He had a guy who's been coaching the whole year on an outside shot to make the college football playoff, only four teams make it, and he's gone, right? They haven't announced the guy to replace him yet. Um, you know, we know they're at least going to get one more game, right? They're going to be in a bowl game. But, you know, things do happen to shake out and get pretty crazy on Saturday here. You know, the Irish could be in that four spot. Now, I've heard some things about the committee saying, that you know, they're not going to let him in because they don't have a coach, which I think is complete horseshit. Right? I think that should have no – Absolutely asinine. Yeah, that should have no bearing on whether or not they get in because the two things really had nothing to do with each other. Um, but, yeah, Roz, I, I was not a fan of this move by Brian Kelly. And, you know, it kind of makes you think, right, if he did it at Notre Dame, what if things get, you know, a little nutty at LSU and he just decides to pack up and leave again? Not the kind of message that I'd want to send. Um, there's no doubt that Brian Kelly is a great coach, right? I mean, Notre Dame was in a very tough spot 10 years ago. And what he's done over the past decade there's no denying he's had a lot of success, right? He's made the college football playoff a couple times, made a national championship game. They haven't won a national championship, but he's done an excellent job there. I just really rubbed me the wrong way about how this all played out. Um, and then, like you said, I'm, I'm very excited for Lincoln Riley to go to USC. You know, they've been, they really haven't been good, right, since Reggie Bush, Pete Carroll, Matt Leiner. We're coming up on almost 20 years ago since USC had any relevancy or any consistency on a year-in, year-out basis. And you think about, Roz, some of the premier places to play, right, in the Big Ten in the Midwest, it's Ohio State. In the SEC, it's Alabama. And on the West Coast, it's USC, right? And we really haven't seen anything from them over the past 15 years that really say, you know, this team should be a lot better than they are. So I'm, I'm excited for him to go over there, and maybe he'll be able to get him over the hump. Yeah, no, we'll see. And it's champ week. 
And uh, like you said, Notre Dame, small chance. And if they really do the coaching thing, uh, the NCAA is already screwed up. And remember, we're protesting. It's under protest in NCAA still. Um, yeah. But we'll see. It's champ week. And it's my favorite week other than week one because, Xander, I don't care who you have picked or written down on this opening line gambling book. You don't have a choice. You have to choose from the five games I'm going to give you, which is going to be the Pac-12 championship, the Big 12 championship, the SEC championship, Cincinnati, Houston, and the Big Ten championship. I'm going to make you pick all those games. Luckily, you get to hear my loud mouth go before you since I absolutely dominated you on the college football front this season. You made money if you bet with me, so just know that. Um, let's start off with Pac-12. It's coming, up, it's coming up on Friday. Utah, Oregon again. Or Utah ending Oregon season last time we looked. Last time Oregon was in the college football playoff ranking. This is going to be a two-and-a-half-point favorite for Utah. I'm going to ride Utah. They absolutely spanked Oregon last time they played. Uh, maybe this game's a little bit closer, but I think Utah's shown that they're the better team. I'm going to go with Utah here. They're going to go to the Rose Bowl. There's really no other implications outside of that because neither of these teams are making the playoffs. Baylor, Oklahoma State, Big 12 championship. Again, relatively new championship format. Big for Notre Dame. If we're going to talk about the Notre Dame path to get in, I like Baylor here. I've liked Baylor once before the season. They will cover the money line and the underdog spread. I'm going to take Baylor plus five and a half here. I recommend you take the money line as well. I think they're feisty. I think they knock off Oklahoma State here, opening the door for Notre Dame, leaving one more piece to the puzzle. Take Baylor. Georgia, Alabama, the last piece of the puzzle for the Notre Dame fighting Irish and the fuck you tour to Brian Kelly. Georgia minus six and a half. Under a touchdown right now, you can get it. I love it. I think Georgia puts the beat down. There's a lot of discrepancy. Does Georgia really care about coming to this game? Maybe not. They know they're in no matter what. But do they really want to play Alabama twice? You can get rid of Alabama today. I'm offering that to you today like a salesman. Go out and do it. I'm taking Georgia minus six and a half, leaving the door wide open for Notre Dame. Because we don't want Cincinnati being the reason they get in. We want Cincinnati to win. I'm taking a minus 10 and a half. Last time I went against them, didn't go so well. I took SMU to cover. Yikes. Did not work out in my favor. Houston, definitely a better team. But I think Cincinnati is on their statement tour to get in the playoffs. I think they're going to cover this spread. Get in the playoffs. And it's going to be Roz and Witch time there to see how well a mid-major team can do at this level. Iowa plus 11 because I still don't believe in Michigan. I don't give a fuck what happened last weekend. All that happened was a highway robbery. Betting Ohio State four times in the same game, not covering a single one of them. Iowa plus 11. It's going to be a Big Ten football game. They're going to bruise. They're going to battle. There's going to be snow. There's going to be mud. There's going to be seven to three the final score. I don't give a fuck if Michigan wins or not. But I do think Michigan wins, but I like Iowa plus 11. <laughs> I like Iowa plus 11 too, Roz. I don't know how much snow and dirt and mud there's going to be inside a Lucas Oil Stadium. Pat Maggie sure will bring it in. Just scoop it I'm, in. Scoop it in. Last time I checked, it was in a dome, but I don't know. Things could be different this week. Um, I'm on the same side as you for this one, Roz. I like Iowa in this game. You know, as much as I liked Michigan last week, that was probably the best game that they have played in the past decade. And I just, I don't see them repeating that type of performance. Now, is Iowa anywhere near as good of a team as Ohio State? No, 
they're not. But they have shown us in flashes this year that they can really dominate on the defensive side of the ball. And I agree with you. I think this is going to be your, your typical Big Ten slug it out matchup. Um, and I think I was able to force a couple turnovers here, which has really been their calling card when they were playing, playing really well at the start of the season. So I'll, I'll take the 11 points here. And then uh, I'm on the other side of you with the Cincinnati game. I think Houston, this is probably going to be the toughest matchup of the season for Cincinnati. And it comes in their biggest moment. I think they're going to win the game straight up. I don't see him winning by uh, more than 10 points here. And, you know, in terms of the college football playoff, you know, whether they win by one or they win by 20, I think if they win, then they're in. So two things I want to see, Houston cover, Cincinnati win the game. And then uh, looking at the Oregon-Utah game, Ross, I'm, I'm going to go with you here. I, I like Utah minus two and a half. Um, you know, we watched this game a couple of weeks ago and it was an absolute blowout by Utah. I don't think the game's going to be 38-7 this week, but I do like the Utes um, to take home the Pac-12 championship game as well. And then um, probably the most interesting game on the slate for me, Baylor-Oklahoma State. Um, I'm going to take Oklahoma State here, Roz. I don't love the number. Um, I thought it was going to come in closer to three, but Oklahoma State right there, uh, they got a real good shot at making the playoff too if one of these top teams in front of them loses, whether it's Alabama Michigan or Cincinnati and you know as good as Baylor has played at points this year Oklahoma State they were blowing everybody out had their biggest test of the year against Oklahoma last week they were able to pull it out so I'm going to go with Oklahoma State here I think they win this game by a touchdown and give themselves a shot to make the college football playoff and last game here uh, we're on different sides of this one as well the SEC championship Roz I'm going to go with Alabama here for a couple different reasons. Uh, one, you know, their, their season is on the line here. I don't see them getting in with two losses, even if this is a really close game. Um, and then on the other side of things, Georgia, you know, you made a really good point about them, you know, maybe wanting to kick Alabama out of the playoff while they still have the chance. But I think in the chess match of the overall season here with Georgia, knowing that they're absolutely in the playoff, no matter what happens, I don't think they show Alabama their entire A-plus game plan in this one. Um, I think it's going to be a hard-fought matchup, but I think Alabama is actually going to win this game as bad as they looked last week. And, you know, I think this is going to set up for you know, possibly a, a rematch in the championship if Alabama gets into the playoff, which they absolutely will if they're able to take down Georgia in this one. Yeah, I just don't think that will be the case, but uh, we'll have to see. I didn't even want to wait to put your Alabama pick on the grid. I knew where it was going the entire time. We'll see what, we'll see what happens. There's definitely a lot of implications going into this championship week, and we, we're going to be gambling on all of it, Wits. We might, I might miss – you might have to put the Utah game down for me while I'm in the air, but uh, we're going to get on all of it for sure. Let's talk the NFL. We're back in the NFL – it is, it's, it's shock. It, there's like a shell shock feel to it. The amount of injuries in this league right now. I don't know who's playing anymore. Again, still waiting for my call. Could be called any day now to show up and play a game on Sunday. And that's okay. I'm ready. One of the top receivers in the country. Um, a lot's going on, Wits. A lot of the Packers might be the best team of all time after last week's performance against the Rams. They certainly are number one in my power rankings. And, and most power rankings, if you look around the interweb. 
What's, uh, what's your takeaway after Thanksgiving week and week 12? Kind of similar to you, Roz. I mean, it, it's hard to know what to think anymore <laughs> of the NFL. I mean, Thanksgiving Day was a, was a crushing blow. Um, you're talking about the Circus Survivor Pool. About 75% of the people took the Cowboys. They were upset by the Raiders, 36-33. Um, and then, yeah, you talk about all the injuries, all the teams that we've seen that have looked great at some points, looked terrible at other points. Um, and one of those teams you mentioned, Roz, the Rams. I mean, it's really hard to know, you know, what to think of them right now. I mean, they started off the season looking like, yeah, maybe this is an early, an early Super Bowl favorite, um, you know, in the NFC. But, you know, they very lackluster performance against the Packers last week. I know it ended up being an eight-point game, but it was a lot farther away than that. Um, my Kirk Cousins MVP tickets uh, really went down the drain with that loss to the 49ers. And then, Roz, the Ravens are eight and three, um, but a pretty poor offensive performance against Cleveland on, on Sunday night there. And they're a couple plays away from being 500, right? You think about the game against the Lions and the record-setting field goal by Justin Tucker, really hard to know what to make of the league right now. But there is one team that we have talked about that is coming with the storm, and that's the New England Patriots, Roz. Eight and four. They won their last six games. And something's got me thinking here. Are we going to see another Patriots Super Bowl run with a rookie quarterback? Uh, very possible. I mean – the pay, I think the Patriots have been great. I, I, I really am going to avoid trying to take away anything from them right now. Mac Jones, 310 yards, two touchdowns. But they did play a Titans team that I don't think would have competed with 31 other teams in the league. I think without their top two pass catchers, without Derrick Henry, with Ryan Tannehill looking like the Ryan Tannehill of old from Miami, that game's not a telling game. You know, I think Mac Jones has been awesome. He's been the best rookie by far in this quarterback class. And uh, it'll be interesting to see. And I think it's just there's a sleeping giant that I feel, because they were also on bye this past week, hasn't gotten as much praise as they deserved. They're back. It's like when Voldemort comes out of the pot, he's back. The Kansas City Chiefs are an offensive dynamite. And they're, uh, they're going to compete here down the stretch. And, they're still in a good play, you're in a good position to take the number one overall seed, and no one wants to go play playoff games in Arrowhead. Yeah, man, that's uh, one of the most interesting divisions out there, right? Because you got four teams all above 500 right now, and you know, 12 weeks into the season, usually not something that's going to happen. But you got you know the Chargers, the Broncos, the Raiders, all at six and five. Kansas City seven and four. So this is going to be you know quite the division race down the stretch here. And you look at, um, you know, a couple other divisions that I, I would say are pretty summed up by now. I mean, the NFC North, the Vikings, that, that was really their last shot at competing with Green Bay. But, you know, they're four games back now, um, with the Packers being nine and three. And, you know, also a team that I would say might might have shot their last shot, the Philadelphia Eagles, man. I mean, had a chance to be one game back going into week 13, and they cannot beat the lowly Giants. Um, the lowly giant, the lowly giant, very disappointing. As there's a, a lot of, there's a lot of, you need to cover here. You're fucking fly Eagles fly. I mean, what is your deal? You keep hitching your wagon to these NFC East teams. I keep telling you, it's the NFC least. I know you're the least impressive fantasy football player out there, but you don't have to join the wagon of the NFC least here. 
yeah, I mean, you know, I might have to hitch my wagon to Washington next year because I'm, I'm never, I'm never hopping on the Cowboys bandwagon. Another team who, Roz, you know, after the first eight weeks, we were thinking, are the Cowboys the best team in the NFC? They've dropped two in a row. Like you said, dropped a big game on Thanksgiving to the Raiders. They haven't looked very good. And then you know, looking at a couple other divisions in the AFC, you know, the Bills and the Patriots, Bills are seven and four. I haven't looked great this season. That's still a tight race. And Roz, look at the Miami Dolphins. Winners of four in a row, right? A lot of people were completely writing them off, um, you know, after the first five weeks. But they've been playing a lot better as of late. And they destroyed Carolina last week, 33 to 10. Um, Cam Newton, this, this reunion uh, has been all downhill since that first rushing touchdown that he had. And then you look at the AFC North, Roz, um, the Ravens, eight and three. But just something, something about how they've been playing this season, it just doesn't seem like an eight and three team. You've got the Bengals seven and four, the, the Browns are six and six. A lot of division races still wide open here. <clears throat> and even though the Colts dropped the game, they absolutely should have won last week, in my opinion, versus the Bucs. They're only two games back in the AFC South with a, a Tennessee Titans team that you know, has really been losing a lot of steam the past few weeks, dealing with some key injuries, losing to one of the worst teams in the league in the Texans. So it's, uh, yeah, man, it, it's going to be an interesting ride down the stretch here as we get to the real playoffs, fantasy playoffs. It, it's going to be a good one. I, I'm excited. And uh, which I don't know if you have your picks yet for this week. I uh, haven't taken a full look. The NFL has been kicking the absolute ass tookest that is mine um, when it comes to betting. Do you have your uh, picks for this week or are you still uh, up in the air? Yeah, no, I've got my picks for the week, so I'll, I'll run through them right now. Um, my first pick of the week, I'm going to go with the, uh, the Atlanta Falcons, getting 11 points at home versus Tom Brady and the Bucs. Um, you know, one of the things I'm looking at here is division rivalry. And, you know, you can call it a rivalry if you want. I know the Bucs are clearly the better team, but I think some of that familiarity, I think 11 points is, is really too much here. And you know, if you remember the first time they played, you know, this was – basically a one score game going into the fourth quarter before Matt Ryan threw a couple pick sixes. So I'm going to take the 11 points here. And then my second pick of the week, I'm going to take the chargers on the road against the Cincinnati Bengals. You know, I usually don't like to, to bet on this chargers team because you never know who you're going to get, but home field advantage in the NFL this year, Roz, it's, there really hasn't been any like, you know, um, underdogs are, are winning at an above 53% clip. So I'm going to take the chargers uh, against the Bengals here. My next pick, um, I'm going to go with another team that you never know what you're going to get, but after a very disappointing loss last week, let's get back on the Kirk cousins, captain Kirk bandwagon. Give me the Vikings on the road, laying seven points against Detroit. Um, we're still waiting for that first lines victory here. We got a tie a couple weeks ago, but I think they're going to get the doors blown off this week by Kirk Cousins. Uh, Justin Jefferson has really exploded this year. If, if he wasn't already a top five receiver last year, I think all those questions have been answered. He's been great. Adam Thielen's been great as well. There has been no touchdown regression, which was the only thing I heard about preseason when I was thinking about drafting him for fantasy. So I'm going to take the Vikings on the road, laying seven. And then my next pick, I'm going to go with, the Colts laying nine on the road versus Houston. A lot of, lot of home, uh, excuse me, a lot of road favorites that I'm going with this week. And uh, Indianapolis, 
I think the running game here is going to be too much for Houston. Um, Tyrod Taylor a little banged up. This Houston team had a nice, a nice win against Tennessee the other week, but I think the Colts are one of those teams that has been coming on really strong lately. They blew that game last week, but they were definitely in against the Bucs for most of the game. They were winning. They should have won the game straight up. So I'm going to take the Colts. And then my last pick of the week, I'm going to go with the Jaguars on the road, getting 13 points versus the Rams. Um, this is more a play against the Rams here. They've just been a really soft football team the past few weeks here. Matt Stafford, I know he's banged up, but that offense has not looked very good. They can't run the ball. They're just not a very physical team. And even with guys like Aaron Donald, Jalen Ramsey, Von Miller on the defensive side of the ball, seems very unimpressive to me the past four weeks. I'm going to take the Jags and you know, almost two touchdowns here on the road. And uh, yeah, that's going to be my, my five picks for the week. Um, love it. Um, I'm going to go Eagles minus six and a half. I know I just shit on them a little bit, but I do like them against the Jets. Zach Wilson is, is as bad as advertised. I mean, this kid is awful and <laughs> does not have a bright NFL future. I don't know who is worse. It almost seems to me Darnold was a better option, but apparently not. I'm going Colts minus nine because the Texans also suck. Um, I'm going the Chargers with you. I think the Bengals are beat, beat the hell out of a bad Steelers team. And I have Arizona and the Colts, which I already said, Arizona and Baltimore. I mean, I'm going all birds. I got Eagles, Cardinals, and Ravens um, all in this one. I got Arizona minus eight on the road against the Bears. I think Kyler Murray's first game back is going to be electric. I think Baltimore keeps beating the shit out of a bad defensive Steelers team. And it's, it's rare we say that about a Steelers defense. So um, I think they got their legs under them, Baltimore. And I think that they're going to they're gonna take this one from the Pittsburgh Steelers this week. The 10 in Kansas City is a little high for me against the Broncos, whose defense has been playing really well. Not to mention the Chiefs are not a team that covers often. So I stayed away, which is hard for me to do. But, um, yeah, that's my five pick as well for the week. Uh, MLB is going to be locked down for a bit, which are we going to miss the entire season? <laughs> I, I hope not, but you never know, man. Everybody's always after the money today. so. Hopefully, we'll get all the 162 in as scheduled. Uh, we'll see if that happens. Manfred is one of the stingier, least reliable, untrustworthy people you can have up there. So um, we'll see how it all goes. But this has been the opening line. We are your hosts. Wits and Roz will be in Vegas in a short couple of days, getting after it at the tables, getting after it at the book, maybe at the circle, a hard rock action. Smoke. Ready to rock and roll, baby. We'll see everybody there. Peace. Yeah, 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 yeah. To make a man.
Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.